All right, folks, welcome back to Rigged, the random idea generator cast. We are here for a brand new arc. It is March. It is spring. The snow is probably gone by now uh, everywhere. Um, Polar bears are knocking on doors in North Carolina. And uh, we're going to start a new story. I am Nick McGill. I'm Matt McGill. And I'm Brandon McGill. And as the Brothers McGill, we are here to present to you Rigged. We are going to randomly generate a story based on a bunch of roles and pulling results off of a spreadsheet. As this is the first episode, it is character creation. And uh, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the character creation process that we're doing? Sure. Uh, Like Nick said, there's a bunch of random roles that determines not only our races, but our uh, different classes. And then we also have, um, obviously, sub-races, sub-classes, a bunch of different things like that. But we have um, different details as well. There's the gender, names, ages, um, alignments, even backgrounds for some of these characters. And uh, we're each going to roll up our own. Well, tech, I mean, they're they're not our characters because we are... Um, if we're thinking of this in the sense of an actual D and D game, we would be the the DMs. We'd be the dungeon masters, and we we are telling the story that these characters are experiencing. Um, but we we will create a a rounded out party of three, each one of us bearing the burden of of rolling out one of these characters. Um, and it is, we have a lot of different options, a lot of randomness that, uh, that can happen. Um, if you've listened in the past, which I'm sure you have, and if you haven't do it, um, we've, we've seen plenty of kind of banal and hodgepodge characters, but we've also seen some kind of wacky ones. And even in the, the more bland ones, we kind of we managed to make them a little more eccentric just based on the, the, the following roles that give us the world building or the narrative roles once we're telling the story. Um, so it's e- even if we end up rolling three, two halflings and a human, uh, it, it could still be silly. It's a, not all is lost, I guess I'd say. Um, and uh, just a quick note before we start, Please be sure to check either the Feckless Momes site or the uh, the or check the podcast notes uh, every week because we post art. Matt does art for the characters and for kind of an iconic scene from the story that we tell, and we post one each week with the the launch of that week's podcast so be sure to check back if you haven't done it go back and check the other ones from uh, weeks prior you get to see matt's um, iterations of each of the characters that we've created and then and then again that iconic scene that we experience um in the storytelling and and i think they they look they they fit perfectly with kind of how i would imagine this cartoon world or these cartoon worlds that we create Anything else? Anyone want to bring anything else in before we, uh, I guess, we start rolling? I don't think so. I think we've covered everything so far. 
No, I think we've got it. Agreed. Okay, cool. So let's start by rolling uh, our first character. And this week, I want to go first. So I will start out by rolling for our race. And on the spreadsheet, we're using a D100 to determine our race. That is a 78, which gets us a lizard folk. Okay, our second lizard folk of the run. Um, we had one Jasmine Pearson, right, yep. from last last yep. run? Yep. Our, our, our drama teacher. And as a lizard folk, we do not have any uh, sub races, so she's just going to be a your standard your standard lizard folk. Okay, so next we are going to the class. What class is our lizard folk going to be? That is a D twelve. So I will give that a roll here. A three, a cleric. Okay, nice. Lizard folk cleric. And as a cleric, they have uh, a domain, which is another D12. We will determine, randomly determine which domain our cleric is. That is a six life domain. Okay. So this lizard folk cleric is pretty much a healer. Yeah. Um, and next we're going to go for the gender of our lizard folk cleric another d12 10 female okay okay female lizard folk cleric uh, of the life domain and let's determine her name uh get female names and that's a d10 give that a roll a 10 April Malone. April Malone, the life cleric. Sounds like a life coach. Yeah. Life coach, life coach, life coach slash cleric, April Malone. So let's see how old April is with a D6. One, adolescent. So definitely not a life coach. No. Not at all. But thinks that they know she knows everything. That's true. Oh no, are we gonna have another bunch of um another bunch of young kids in this one? Maybe uh, little a little Scooby Scooby Doo action. Um all right, so we're gonna go for alignment next, a D ten. That is a six chaotic neutral. <laughs> oh boy. Interesting. Dreadfully exciting, chaotic neutral. So chaotic neutral life cleric. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you can really, you could put anything onto, onto chaotic neutral and like make it work. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be too much of a challenge. Um, background, a, another D 100 background. That is a 17 clan crafter. Clan crafter. Um, I don't know. That could be anything. Yeah. I, I don't think we should even jump to conclusions just yet. Just in the sense that um, let's wait and see what the other roles are. Let's see what what the 
the party relationship is, something like that. Yeah, what the world brings to determine what the clan actually is. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if I had to, with nothing else, I'd say she crafts, like, bandages or something, being a, a, a life cleric. But but I think that's, that's I think we have more, we have more that we can pull from. Oh, yeah. Um, to determine that in a, a, at a later date. Um, so that's it for, oh. for her, right? Yeah. Oh, no, her trinket. Yep. Right, Matt. Her trinket, another D100. Let's get something really wacky. A 73. That is a... The shell of an egg painted with scenes of human misery in disturbing detail. Oh, God. Yeah. That's interesting. The shell of an egg painted with scenes of human misery in disturbing detail. That's such a weird, weird concept because you we we could go to any ocean town or lake town and find a, the shell of an ostrich or the shell of something that's been painted but it's the painting usually doesn't look is like dante's of, inferno <laughs> it's usually not of of uh horrible death <laughs> yeah so either she got it at a really bad souvenir shop <laughs> or or it's it's some uh some ancient I know, like an ancient prophecy. It's like some ancient prophecy kind of thing. She got it from a, a little craft store for ninety nine percent off. He could, he just couldn't unload it. He said, "Fine." Yeah, he had to get rid of it because yeah. nobody wanted it. The worst gift shop in the world. <laughs> it was, it was at the bargain bin of like um, Crate and Barrel or something. <laughs> so the, the human misery collection just didn't sell. Free with a lamp uh, made out of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> It's the leg lamp from uh, Christmas Story, and it's an actual leg. But it, an actual leg. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so that's it for April Malone, the life cleric, the super neutral, chaotic neutral life cleric with uh, an egg shell. Um, I really, I can't wait to see how that ties in because that's so like, so deeply, disturbingly specific. It it's. It's very easy to be fodder to use as as like a linchpin in the story, or could be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, There's we often overlook some of the trinkets, and some of them are very not so memorable. So I think this right. one kind of leads to being a uh, an important piece of the puzzle. I, th- I think we're doing ourselves a disservice if we don't use it unless something better comes up. Good point. And watch, watch me say that now, and in two episodes, we just don't use it. Well, I, f- I find it a lot, it seems to be a lot easier to remember and use the trinket if it's something memorable like that. And, and similar to the last yeah. cast we did with the worm, uh, how can you forget that? And it, you just the moment you hear it, you, you think, well, we have to use this in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think, I find that it's the ones that, that we, we stop and really either we make a joke about it or we, we, we brainstorm on it just like as soon as we pull it up, like the, the, the glass doorknob in chicken run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember any of the other trinkets from Mm -hmm. that one. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think I do either. Honestly, I don't remember any of the other trinkets from um, Detention and Dragons either. There really seems to be only one that, that really sticks out each time so far. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any of the others. Well, the Detention and Dragons had the brass orb participation. Oh, trophy. yeah. Okay, yeah, that was crucial. That but was it crucial. wasn't as much of a... It didn't have a narrative... Um, specificity that the the bottomless worm had yes the other one was the rank insignia um so the his oh, grandfather's yeah. war medal or something is what we kind of attributed that to yep yeah some some are some are flavor some are are like do their job in the background and some are are important you know yep and i i'd be intrigued to see a uh, a round of of 3 pretty important ones and i think we kind of missed out on chicken run oh chicken run the other two were two gnomish the gnomish canary uh-huh. oh right? yeah we did use that, that. pretty important we did use that yeah i remember talking about that and wasn't the the other one was also something gnomish made yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i i literally have them in in the spreadsheet in front of me i just haven't swapped over to the tab and i'm not gonna <laughs> Am I gonna? The other one was a gnome crafted music box. Uh-huh. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a a song from their childhood or something like that. And that was the one that I rolled. Now that I, I distinctly remember, I was last to roll my character, and we said, "Wouldn't it be cool if I were a gnome?" Yeah, right. And yep. you could have you could be the one doing that. Yeah, but you you were not. It was not. Um, okay, so that's that is most certainly April Malone. Matt, why don't you take uh, character number two here? Sure. Okay. All right, so we'll start with our race, which is a D100. That is a 53, which is a halfling. <laughs> okay. Have we seen a halfling yet? I don't think We've we have. Not, no. All right, there is a uh, sub-race associated with the halfling. Mm-hmm. So a D4. That's a 1. It is a ghost-wise halfling. Hmm. Played it a little in a little bit of a game that had a ghostwise halfling, but I don't remember anything remarkable about it. Yeah, ghostwise halflings were very elusive and were generally isolated from the outside world. Often lived a nomadic life in clans. Those who left the clan often carried a token of some important natural feature in their clan's territory, such as a stone or a vial of water from a stream. Usually lawful good. So we'll see how that plays out. Ooh. Yeah, I see that they're 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 generally very concerned. Some might even say obsessed with family and clan. Uh-huh. They do not experience uh, as much wanderlust as the other halflings do. So I wonder why are they called ghost wise? That, that a is good a good question. question. You guys just said that. <laughs> like you both owe me a coke. That was on the on the the nose. Oh, they were originally a third edition variant. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, yeah, let's do a class. All right, that's a D12. That is a nine, which is a rogue. Okay, standard. All right. You would think if if, if any halfling is going to be a rogue, it's going to be a ghost-wise halfling. Yeah, that makes sense. He actually just sees Pastor Patrick Swayze all the time. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. R.I.P. 
the actual ghost of Patrick Swayze. So what kind of a rogue? Yep. <laughs> we got our archetype, which is an arcane trickster. Oh, cool. Okay. Which makes sense. Uh, what what number was that? That is a one. One. One arcane trickster. Okay. D12 for our gender. Let's see. That is a six. That's, so we have a second female party member. Nice. Okay. Ladies' night. About time we're getting some female representation in here. Yep. So next is name. I'm not going to re-roll the name. Okay. So if you roll a 10, she's also named April Malone. Fair enough. A six. Oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Carla Stokes. We've already had Carla Stokes, haven't we? I think we had Kayla. Kayla Stout. Oh. Kayla Stout. Yeah. Kayla Stout. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very similar. Carla Stokes. She has to be... She cannot be. She's tending bar and cheers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, wasn't she that car? Was that real? Real Perlman was yep. Carla. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever heard the name Carla before. I have a boss at work named Carla. She also tends bar. She tends bar at work. Yeah, actually. Oh, well. Good thing you work in a hospital. That's how we get through the night. There it is. Okay, so how old is Carla? Carla is two, a young adult. Young adult. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, boy. Another. Um, and her alignment. Yep. Her what line. did you say, Brando? They're normally lawful normally good? Normally lawful good is what it said, yes. Okay. Right, let's see. Uh, that is a six, so she is also chaotic neutral. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. I'm, I'm getting the feeling of... Um, uh, a little uh, Lord of the Flies going uh, on right now. Ooh, that might be interesting. So we did we yeah. did school last time. I feel like maybe this time we have to do some sort of summer camp or something. Yeah, uh, a religious summer camp, Jesus camp. <laughs> I wasn't going there, but apocalyptic summer camp. If they're giving out those eggs, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what if they all get that that trinket? And then they like they put them together, and it, it causes just it's just mayhem, sheer sheer anarchy. It's an mayhem. eggshell art competition, is what the premise of the story is going to be. That's all it is. And they find these trinkets and pass them off as their own, but they accidentally put them together, and and they get transported inside the egg and have to fight their way out. Oh. Nailed it. It's all coming We're together. Done. Have a good night, ladies done. and gentlemen. Uh, what is? <laughs> that's it we'll see you next month uh what's our background for carla okay. carla's background is a 71 which okay. is an outlander okay and then finally her trinket the moment of truth come on egg 23 it's not the egg it is not the egg ah. it is it's a brass orb etched with strange runes. No. Yeah. Uh, we. This participation trophy is going to keep on kicking. <laughs> it has to be the same one. Has to be the same one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We the chances. There is a list of literally a hundred. There is no duplicate in there. No. Bonkers. Okay, Carla, our ghostwife, arcane trickster, rogue. Young adult, chaotic, neutral, outlander, brass orb etched with strange runes. All right, that's it for Carla. Awesome.
This is cool. I, I, I like where we're going with this. Again, the third character could throw it all, all off. Like last time we rolled both of the kids and then Jasmine was the, the adult at the end. So we may yeah. end up getting like a geriatric yeah. or, or undead, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think if we do, if we get undead from now on, we should, we should roll again to see what age they were when oh, they died. Cool. I like that. Right? Cause they would have that mindset potentially. And they, their body would be like a zombie version of a young mm-hmm. adult. Yep. And then if we get, oh, if we get undead twice, they're just a skeleton. <laughs> okay. That's or would cool. they have been? A, would they have been a stillborn? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Brandon, I'm sorry. Geez. It just seems you know there's pipes. <laughs> it's the that's the picture on the egg. <laughs> oh, it's, it's part. Okay. Brando, roll number three. Number three, D100. We have a 27, which okay. is a furblog. Or, sorry, furbolg. 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 Cool. Okay. All right. Edit this out. I don't know what that is. They're nature-y little... They're, 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 they're usually about like five feet. They're nature-y, kind of hairy. They're, they're like... Kind of little proto men, basically. Um, they're built. They're built to be kind of druids or nature clerics in five E. Okay. Google Furbolg five E, and you'll get a good picture of it. Stand by. Do Furbolg five E porn, and you'll get an even better picture of it. The entire anatomical depiction. All of it. All three oh, penises. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, class. What class is our furball? Okay. As there is there is no race variant on furball. There is not. That's correct. Furball is furball is furball. They're all universal. Anyway. I'm, I'm going to say something that might be offensive, guys. They all look the same to me. Oh. oh. I know. How dare you. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, class. What class is our furball? I would like to take this time to apologize to any furball listeners. For my brother's actions, we lost. We lost our Furbolg. Uh, he was drunk there. and does not know what he was doing. Both of them. That's right. Anyway, class D twelve. Let's see. It is a Furbolg bard. He is a bard. Bard. Okay. Cool. This is our first bard, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So bard colleges. Sure. Yeah. What college? D six is a three swords. Okay, that's kind of swashbucklery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that number? Sorry. Uh, that was a three. 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 A lot like like in in Chicken Run, we had the Hexblade Warlock. I would say the College of Swords is your your probably one of your better melee get in the thick of things non supporty okay. uh, yeah. bars. Your fighty bard. Yeah. Your fighty bard. He yeah. he sings while he stabs you. That's it. Yeah. Stabs you with a tuning fork. He has the singing singing sword from Roger Rabbit. Yeah. The the um, Strictly Taboo. Who is that? That's it was Sina- no, was that Bing Crosby? Sinatra. Was it was it? I think it was I Sinatra. Think it was okay, Sinatra yeah. Yeah. The singing sword. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, so no no extras beyond the College of Swords. Nope. He's got a instrument, doesn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, we did do an instrument, right. Did we? Good call. So what's what's his instrument, Brando? Oh, there it is. Okay, D8. 
Let's see. We have a three, which is a mandolin. Nice. Nice. Kind of what you would okay. expect with a bard. Most my um, the bard that I played named Shakespeare played a mandolin. There it is. He was awesome. Okay, gender. What is the gender of our bard? Our bard is ten female. Female, nice. It's okay. all female party. It is ladies' night. Ladies' night, absolutely. La- ladies' night. Yeah, that may be the uh, the name of the the story arc. And that is all she sings is ladies' night. And the feelings, right? Oh yeah. Oh, and what a she night. plays it on the mandolin. Absolutely. Now, I would love to hear a mandolin version of that. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. I can't imagine her voice sounds anything le- anything less than like Kathleen Turner. Oh yeah, for a Furbolg? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> another another um another Roger Rabbit reference there. Yeah. And no, not not even that Kathleen Turner, like Kathleen Turner now. Oh my god. So like Harvey Firestein almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um I'm not seeing anything for Ladies Night uh on mandolin. Mm. Looks like nobody's I'm going to see if I can find the chords and teach myself to play it. <laughs> uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with the uh, new theme song. <laughs> this is, we'll have a special... Cool in the gang, by the way. Cool in the gang. We'll have a special fifth episode, and it will be nothing but Ladies Night on a five-hour loop. Yep. On mandolin. Oh, gosh. C-sharp minor seven. I don't know any of these chords. <laughs> Ugh. Yuck. Okay, that's not going to happen. Um, okay. Uh, oh, so we need to do a name. And again, I'm not, since it's another female, I'm not re-rolling. So if it's a six or a ten, we have another Carla Stokes or April Malone. Understood. Here we go. Roll roll that beautiful bean footage. We have ourselves a ten. No! We have a second April Malone. Now I now have to roll to see who had it first. The first one is it? Well, we'll see. We'll see who's older. Right. See. We'll see who had it first. Yeah. Yeah. The the first April is a young adult, right? No, she's no, adolescent. She's an adolescent. So she's even younger. Oh, okay. And the other one was young adult. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Carla. So Carla's age, the young adult in the room. Carla is a young adult, and age for April two is. A six undead. Oh, great! <laughs> we got the undead. Great. All right, so oh, our so perfect here it our is. time of death roll. Yeah, is <laughs> our time of death. I, I work in an ER. Can you carry that around the hospital? I, now? Uh, Just carry it. I will too. Every time someone expires, I'll roll the die. All right. Yeah, roll that yeah. d six. Four. She died as an elder. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So she's got some years behind her. Okay, so we we have another adult, a, adult quote unquote, leading this party of kids. Mm-hmm. Give us our alignment. Should be interesting. Let's see. D ten alignment is an eight. She is neutral evil. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That's. I don't think we've had too many evil. I don't know if we've had so any. Either. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know that we've had any. That's one that I am going to look back at, at the, the others. I think the first one you and I did, we had one, Nick. Yeah. Neutral. No, chaotic, neutral, chaotic, good, and neutral. Oh, okay. Oh, a lawful evil. Oh, um, that's right. 
Adkins. Oh, that's Adkins was lawful evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, so our our guy who turned on him at the end was uh was lawful evil. All right. So what is maybe maybe April Malone the lizard folk was named after April Malone the furbolg. That's what I was thinking. Could be College of Swords Bard. Ah, oh, I can't wait to see. Oh, I like this party so much. I want to see how they fit together. Okay, Brandon, give us a, a background for Elder April. Okay. Elder April is... That is a 40. And she is... Where did it go? A folk hero. Oh, cool. An evil folk hero. Right? That's interesting. evil folk hero. Well, it's a background, so it could have been in the past. True. So she was, and then she did something wrong that m- might have gotten her killed, or... Well, she's, she's undead, so pretty much everything's in the past. True. Anything she did to be... Well, I'm saying after she was no longer a folk hero. Yeah. You know, she ah, was a folk okay. hero, and then she did something evil that that kind of made her, like, took her, made her lose that status, essentially. Uh, a fallen okay. folk hero. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Do you think the, yeah. the evil aspect mm-hmm. comes after the undead? Like it goes, she dies and then she comes back and... It certainly could. That would certainly make it a little bit easier for the storyline if you get kind of tripped up. Mm-hmm. You could kind of just revert back to that. Just by virtue of her being undead, she is therefore evil? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I mean, that is, like Brandon said, that's, that's a, a decent enough fallback if we need it. Yep. But that being said, maybe not. I mean, who knows? We got a couple more roles, yeah. um, in us. Mm-hmm. We could see, we could see something come of the past or, or something like yeah. that. Sure. I like, sure. oh, and we've never thought about doing like a flashback. Of like oh. we build the characters, but then we do a flashback Tarantino from twenty years prior. We, I mean, we obviously can't do that with with this party because it would just be just Elder April, yeah, April, yeah. and a um, bunch of gleams mm. in the eyes of uh... yeah, and a bunch of parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we need one more. We need Brandon. We need um, Elder April's trinket. Trinket. Yes. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so our trinket is this. It is. A 14, which is an enormous scale, perhaps from a dragon. And it, that's it. That's it? That's it. Just a plain scale. Nothing painted. No, <laughs> no depictions of death. definitely made it sound like there was more yeah. coming there. It's okay. See, that to me... You got to leave them wanting more. Oh, I have so many ideas about that. I mean, and being an undead, it could have been acquired at any point from any way from. I I see it. I don't know. I see it as maybe she slayed the dragon. And that made her the folk yeah. hero or she was a folk hero and someone wanted her to slay. Oh, and someone evil tricked her into slaying the dragon because they're like, oh, we need it. We need a hero to do this. But the dragon was actually good. Yeah. And there, therefore, she was evil. Well, you can. You don't even necessarily need to slay the dragon to get the scale. Maybe in the process of slaying the dragon, she was killed. That's what makes her undead. 
that's that's what was exactly what I was thinking. She died slaying the dragon, so she was a hero in that sense. And maybe she mm. came back just bitter, and mm. now she's evil just because she's bitter. Maybe her personal quest is finding which dragon that scale, kind of a Cinderella situation, except you know with murder for revenge, basically. Yeah, exactly. To, to kill it, yeah. Huh. If the scale fits, oh, you must cool. have quit. <laughs> that, was that Jesse? Chip? That Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. That's it. God. Um, okay, so we need one more role to determine the relationship that all of these kind of disparate, but they, they also kind of could connect in certain ways. I'm going to be selfish again, and I'm going to do this role. I want to see the party relationship. D6. Reluctant allies. Hmm. Four reluctant allies. Have we done that one yet? I don't think so. We've done enemies. We've done mercenaries. We've done... I don't think we've done reluctant allies, but we've done like enemies forced to work together. Yeah, I think we've seen that at least that twice. That was twice, yes. And that's kind of similar. Yep. But but these but to me allies speaks a little bit to um they at least get along. Yeah, they're they're know? more aloof. They're not adversarial. Yeah, like 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 maybe they 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 like working with April, but they're not supposed to because she's undead, you know, so they can't admit that they like working with April. Yep. Something along those lines. And I definitely see an enormous scale going back to April's uh, trinket as like a shield. If it's big enough, it oh, could yeah. be like a little buckler on your on your arm, especially on a fur bulb or, really cool. or a half, or even a, a young lizard folk for that yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay, okay, so we've got our we've got our full party okay. of uh, of reluctant allies. This is pretty exciting. To see, to think about what we've got coming up, the environment roles, the conflict, et cetera, et cetera. Because I think, like last last story arc, we were we were like we were a single character in, and we were like high school. We knew yeah. it. I fought every urge this time to jump so quickly into into a defined idea already. And now that we have all three, I don't really have anything, you know, do you guys have anything that, that you were like, Oh, well, these guys would obviously be this. Not in terms of a setting. No. Right. Yeah. I don't, I think, and I think you kind of have in mind that that's what we did last week. So you kind of just, try to stay away from it and you're focusing on not doing that so you're, it's, it's hard to kind of come up with something so i'm i can see these three characters working together as a unit but i don't see what they're doing and i don't i don't see where they are but i do i do feel some synergy there and that that is what what i'm so excited about is to see how they're going to work together in in the situation that we've yet to determine. And why reluctantly? Yeah, that's interesting. We could determine that. You don't really obviously have to go crazy on that. You could basically just say, well, they're all different races and they just don't like each other. But that's I feel like, like that's the lazy way out of it. Yeah, that the, that one of them's undead. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the undead is the easy route. And, and maybe we go that way. 
I sir, I have no qualms about it. But it, it's it's it it could ultimately change um, based on the next three roles that we do. Yeah, in our world building, in environment, conflict, and MacGuffin. So, anything else we want to to cover in uh, in character creation? I think we 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 we. I, I felt. I felt pretty pretty good about all of these characters. I don't I feel like there isn't one who's kind of being overshadowed like I've I've normally felt. No, they all it seems that we as cool as the characters have been that we've rolled up until now, it seems like all of these ones they're completely different from one another. They're very unique. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that really presents a little bit of a challenge, but a fun challenge in in piecing them together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I think that it's going to be really cool to see how this unfolds. And not only are they unique from one another, I feel like they're very unique from anyone else yeah, that we've rolled absolutely. so far. Uh-huh. You know, that feels... That feels they just they feel very different even though we did have a little girl just last episode yeah you know i i feel there's there's there there is something to be to to explore with these guys but you know we've not had a bard very true i don't know if we've had a cleric we have had a cleric we've we have all females um you know it's and we and we now have a Another evil, the second evil of all the characters that have been, which would be right. Uh, what twelve characters thus far in all the? Yeah, counting these this three would yeah. be out of twelve, there are only yeah. two that came up evil. So, so our second evil, our second undead. Yeah, our second round of of females. Um, last one was two, yeah. two of three, and and again the the half leg and the furbog. Yep, those are new. And just the fact that we're we're finally jumping into some monstrous races as opposed to, you know, just regular humans or or elves or something like that, I think kind of helps add to a little bit of the just pre-generated interest in the characters. Yeah, and I I don't think to be honest, I don't think the Furbolg would even really be considered a monstrous race. They're not even like goblinoid or anything, but they're they're certainly yeah, they're certainly on the outside of that spectrum mm-hmm. yeah. of the humanoids for sure. But I, I think, I think, I think we are set up for something fun, and I think we should, I think we should jump right into next week. So everybody, just go to sleep for a week, and and then just wake up when at six a.m. when this the next week podcast drops set your set your uh, cryogenic timers for seven days a week yeah that's it that's all it is i guarantee you not much will happen in that time so that's a good party anyone else want to add anything before we uh wrap up nope nope okay so brando what's what's next week then uh so next week we will be rolling for the world building aspect um we'll learn what our environment's going to be uh the story will unfold a little further with the conflict that presents um you know maybe 
showing why these people are brought together that might shed a little bit more light and give us a better idea of how to put that together um and then the macguffin which is the 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 purpose essentially right right even if it's not not a direct purpose it's a um it could be the thing that we never see but it's the reason that they're yes. doing what they're doing you know whether that be something to obtain or something that led them there you know right right exactly exactly so that's that's it for this week our character creation is complete i want to thank you for listening for tuning in for subscribing and i want to preemptively thank you for rating and reviewing and telling all your friends if you listen to this show, you listen to dozens of other podcasts, you know that rating and reviewing is the lifeblood of podcasts. No one's going to find us if we're not reviewed and rated and you don't share. So if you could do that, we would be much obliged and we will continue to deliver hand-rolled awesomeness. Hand-rolled. Mm. That's problematic. Sushi. Um, sushi. Okay, thank you. Uh, I am Nick. I'm Matt. And I am Brandon. And we are the Brothers McGill, and this is Rigged, the Random Idea Generator Podcast. Rigged is a proud member of the Feckless Momes Audio Network.